We said in Mishnah Aleph that the Lulav has to be three Tefahim tall and another Tefah so that you could wave it. When exactly is this waving done? The Mishnah says when we say Halel on Sukkot, every morning of Sukkot, there's a Mizmor in the middle of Halel that starts with the Pasuk, and it ends with that same Pasuk. At both of those junctures, we wave the lulav. And also, in the pasuk of Anna Hashem Moshiana, Debre Betilil. Betchamai says, shake it as well when you say, Anna Hashem Hastihana. Why exactly do we shake the, the species of the lulav? Bartinura explains, we push the lulav forward and then pull it back to all four directions as a merit to stop the harmful winds that come from the four directions. And we also shake the lulav by moving it upward and moving it downward. And that's as a merit to stop harmful dew from coming to the ground. Tosafot Yom Tov explains what's behind this mahloket of Bet Shammai and Bet Hilil. It's based on a pasuk in Debre HaYamim. The pasuk says that after Rosh Hashanah, B'nai Israel are celebrating their favorable judgment from Hashem. Az We sing to God with the trees of the forest, meaning with the arba minim, melefnei Hashem. Because He judged the land and He judged us favorably. So you see the pasuk says in Devrei HaYamim that the praise that we do with the lulab should be by Hodula Hashem Kitov and Hoshienu, meaning Ana Hashem Hoshiana. Bet Shammai holds that since the Pasuk Ana Hashem Hoshiana concludes with the words Ana Hashem Astihana, so that's also included, and therefore you should shake at, at that time as well. Everyone was shaking their lulavs when they said, Ana Hashem Aslihana, like Bet Shammai. But I looked at Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Yehoshua, Vehem lo nitne'u, Ela be'ana Hashem Hoshiana. They, they were not shaking by Hastihana. And that's halacha. Halacha is like Bet Hilil. The Mishnah concludes, Mi sheba baderich, velo haya beyado lulav litol. A person was traveling on the road on Cholam Moed, and he came home in the late afternoon, and he never had a chance to shake lulav. And now he began eating an early dinner before sundown. If he knows that by the time he finishes his meal, it's going to be past sundown, then he should stop his meal and shake during his meal before sundown. In fact, the Mishnah concludes, because you have all day to shake lulav. Tiferet Yisrael points out that on the first day of Yom Tov, where shaking lulav is midoraita, we're even more strict. Even if he began eating and he knows that the meal will be over and it will still be daytime, he'll still have time to shake, he would still have to stop in the middle of the meal and shake, being that on the first day it's midoraita.